there and welcome to this week's Frankly Golf podcast. I'm Valerie Melvin here with Frank Thomas and this is podcast number 23. And this week we want to help you not blow your score. So we're going to be talking about the wind and its effects on the golf ball. Hi. So Frank, we in the past we had a question from Jim who was wondering if we if anyone had ever done an in-depth study of wind speed on a golf ball. Um, and you know he's talking about the difference in yards, you know, between a seven iron um, with no wind versus a twenty mile an hour wind. You know, are there any general approximations? He said announcers say that you know it's a one club breeze, um, but you know his his whole point is that surely we can do a bit better than that. I mean, there must be science to tell us, you know, roughly what the actual yardages are. And obviously the comment he made that was pretty amusing was, for goodness sake, we went to the moon. I think we can do better than a one-club breeze. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Well, uh, Jim, I can tell you that uh, I haven't been to the moon, so I can't tell you exactly how to, how to uh, uh, hit a shot on the, on, the, <laughs> on the moon. But I can tell you that the gravitational forces are about one-sixth those of, on the Earth, and there isn't any air at all so you won't have any effect of the wind well and you've met alan shepherd frank i mean that's something that a lot of people i mean you managed to share an umbrella right at a u.s open with alan shepherd now that is a really interesting story yeah well he he had uh, a couple of balls on the moon he had a collapsible shaft uh, that uh, was used to to uh, put a cup on the end of it to collect moon dust samples and and he had had a six iron adjusted uh, the head so it could fit into that same fixture, and he managed to sneak that up onto the moon, <laughs> <laughs> and he took a couple of golf balls and uh, he put it down. But you know you can't swing very well because you look like the Michelin man with those spacesuits on, so he had to have a one arm shot, and uh, he absolutely duffed the first shot. Uh, but then eventually, which we'll forgive him for, right. given the lack of warm up. <laughs> right, right. Uh, and then, then he hit the hit the second shot, and he said, "I went like, you know, really well." Well, he said, it "Miles and miles and miles." Yeah, fantastic. Uh, yeah, and in fact, if you do hit a, a really good drive, if you had a drive and you hit it the right trajectory, the right that uh, so because of the lack of of any drag forces and only the, the sixth of. Uh, of, of, of the gravitational forces, you know, you can go about two and a half mile. Mm -hmm. So, so, but he, uh, anyway, no, I did uh, spend about 15 minutes with him under an umbrella during the US Open when we caught in the rain. And um, we had a long chat uh, about, uh, you know, some of the moon, but also he asked me whether or not his club conformed with the rules of golf. He didn't want to violate any of the rules. <laughs> <laughs> And I told him that as far as I was concerned, there are no rules on the earth that, that apply to the moon, so he could do whatever he wanted to. Oh, that's great. That's great. What a good story. Um, so we'll move back down to earth and talk about all of us on right. the golf course, right. um, trying to play golf in the wind. Um, as a rule of thumb, would it be fair to say, Frank, that a headwind hurts you more than a tailwind will help you? Uh, that is actually the, the fact, uh, the truth. Uh, as an example, if you had a 250-yard drive and only had a two-mile-an-hour wind tailwind, it's going to probably help you about, uh, you know, two yards. Uh, but if you had uh, a, a headwind, it's going to hurt you about 
two and a half yards. And the reason for that is the uh, drag forces on the ball, the trajectory on the ball, and uh, also the way in which it comes into the to the uh, to landing area. So when we when we think about uh, the headwind of about ten miles an hour, uh, it'll it'll affect you significantly more than a tailwind tailwind will help you. As an example, the tailwind will help you about you know ten yards, whereas uh, uh, with a ten mile an hour wind, uh, whereas um, the head headwind of ten miles an hour will hurt you and affect you by about fourteen yards. So. And that, again, is because of the trajectory and, and the drag forces on the ball. Hmm. So Nick Price, he had an interesting way of gauging the wind because that's probably one of the most challenging things we have to do as golfers, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, you can't use any devices to be able to measure the speed of the, of the wind. Uh, but Nick, Nick said to me, he said, uh, you know, if, it's, if you, the treetops are, are blowing, he says, you know, it's about 10 miles an hour. He says, if, if your pants are starting to flap, if you've got flappy pants. Uh, if you've got flappy pants, that's about 20 miles an hour. And he says, if you can't keep your hat on, that's about 30 miles an hour. Yeah. So that was his wind gauge as yeah. far as he was concerned. Well, that's but, great. Yeah, I mean, but I think at that, the, at the Women's Open uh, now, uh, we, you know, you don't even take your umbrella out because I think the winds are up at about 40, 45 miles an hour. Yeah, that's something else, isn't it? And I suppose, I mean, when we when we think about it, the idea of, you know, when we're testing the wind, you know, you see players and done it ourselves, you know, throwing up grass. I mean, is that really helpful? Oh, to, yeah, that gives you some idea of which direction the wind is blowing directly around you. But the ball doesn't see it there. The ball's about 50 to 100 feet up in the air. And uh, so it's it's very difficult to to decide, you know, the speed of the, of the wind based on what where you are and get some indication. And would you say, Frank, that the wind affects you a lot on the putting green when you're putting? Um, when the wind is blowing on the surface of the putting green about two to five miles an hour, it's not going to really affect you very much. When it gets over five miles an hour, it will affect you. But it's difficult to actually tell how fast the wind is blowing on the surface of the green because the flag will be flapping pretty well. And if it's blowing, and that is, let's assume at the flag level, uh, it's blowing at about 10 miles an hour. It'll be about two or three miles an hour down at the surface. So uh, it does, it's really not going to affect the ball very much. But as it gets higher than that, it will affect the ball. And as you know, uh, a fast green, the wind will affect the ball more than on a slow green because the ball travels very much slower on a fast green than it does on a, on a slow green. Yeah, that's interesting. And what about turbulence? I mean... The turbulence around the ball, which is obviously affected by, you know, what what's in the vicinity or the area. So I suppose, like, you think about dunes, you think about trees, you think about all those things surrounding the golf course that can affect the sort of turbulence and I suppose the eddies of wind that would affect the ball. Right. You don't, you're not, the dunes that you'd normally play in in, in, uh, in Scotland don't affect the don't affect the uh, overall wind uh, when you're hitting a shot very much as the as the as the um, the trees do the turbulence around the tree the eddies that you get as an example you get significant uh, eddies and 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 disturbance uh, in the air and it varies all over the place on on uh, the 12th hole at, at Augusta 
and it really, you know, no matter what you see, the wind blowing out, it'll change, the eddies will change, and it's, it's very difficult, and it'll affect the ball fairly significantly. You'll see that during the Masters. And the TPC is 17. You'll also get uh, some turbulence uh, and there, the, which will which will be disturbing. And it is. It's very interesting, isn't it? For all the calculations we make, all the knowledge we have, um, all it takes is literally a gust of wind to kind of mess it up for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, the gusts, uh, you know, are you know maybe five or ten miles an hour, twenty miles an hour more than the average wind. But yeah, we. We blame that on on some of our bad shots. Yeah, well, yeah, I think I think yeah, we definitely find the wind harder to judge. And again, as you mentioned, we're not allowed any devices to to assist with that. But I, I don't know, even if we maybe did have some sort of device, I'm not sure how much it would really actually help because it's sort of, you know, it's you would it would have to be predictive. Yeah, <laughs> of, right. of what would happen as the ball flies towards its target. And um, right. I suppose from. From my experience of playing a lot of golf in the wind, one of the most important things that I kind of came to terms with is the idea that the wind is your friend. It's not something that you should fight. It's something that you should embrace. Right. And then it becomes much easier psychologically, I think. Um, You know, get out in it, get out and play in it, you know, understand it, take it on, and understand as well it's the same for everybody. Right. Yeah, I, I think I think it could help you. And you can play with the wind and take advantage of it. Uh, you may want to, if you if you're good enough, to be able to put a slight draw on, on a right to left wind and ride the wind. Uh, or if you want to fight it a little bit more, it'll obviously it'll 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 cut down the distance. But then you put a slight fade on it coming into the hole slightly differently. But you have to be a good golfer to do that. But there are many recreational golfers. Just if you get a right to left wind, you know, 10 to 15 miles an hour, just aim right and hope you hit a straight shot and then let the wind take it in. Also get out in the wind and try some low shots because they really can help you a lot as well by just trying to keep it low, pop it back in your stance and just, you know, hit a few like that. Yeah, obviously the more time your ball stays up in the in the air, the more it will be affected by the wind. So learning to hit those low shots and run them uh, is, is, a, is a technique that you should use. Great. Well, listen, we hope that helped everyone out there. Um, we will be back in touch next week, but until then... May the frog be with you. <laughs>